Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Before we get this episode started, I want to give a huge thank you to our sponsor, Anchor by Spotify. If you haven't already heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And you know the best part of it is, Griff? I do, Will. Anchor is totally free so make sure you head to the app store or google play download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started what's going on everybody welcome back to inside the five i'm griff and i'm well i hope you guys had a good week i enjoyed your thanksgiving we're going to be talking football we're going to be talking mlb free agency and we're actually going to have a little soccer talk today so let's do it Getting things started off, um, we have our three Thanksgiving games from the NFL, so we'll quickly go over them. We had the Bears face the Lions in a game that the Lions actually almost won once again um, as the Bears kicked a game-winning field goal as time expired. And maybe, I'd say, like, it was, like, one of those games that's, like, good but bad because it's two bad teams playing, like, a decent game. But, like, it was sloppy at the same time as it always is. Yeah, no, it was like a really sloppy game. It wasn't really like it was a good game, like in terms of like scoring, like yeah, it was like, close and like it was like a battle that shouldn't have been a battle, but like it was just sloppy, which is like what we've said about bad, every Lions game. Good battle. Yeah, so the Lions fall down to 0 10 and one. Um the Bears improved to four and seven. Fields actually didn't do too bad. So yeah. I'll give him that. He, he didn't do awful. Hopefully, I like Fields, so hopefully he can continue to improve. Moving on, um, we have the game of the day that day, which is the Raiders against the Cowboys. Took it to OT. The Raiders actually ended up victorious, 36-33. to 33. Um, The Cowboys, I feel like, tend to do this. It's kind of like um, the Patriots, where it's like, I feel like, well, not the Patriots now. The Patriots are just absolutely bugging now. We'll get into that. But before that and last year, I feel like the Patriots would play down to the competition they'd play to if they were worse, and they'd play up if they were better. I feel like the Cowboys do that, but, like, the Cowboys are just, like, they're playing worse, more worse teams than the past did last year. And I feel like they should have easily beat the 5-5 five and five Raiders. Um, obviously, they didn't have a couple of their weapons, but still, like, Tony Pollard um, only ran for 36 yards. Gallup had over 100 um, and I think that was his return as well. And no it was Amari Cooper or CD Lamb. Yeah. So, I mean, it was tough, but it's kind of one of those games where it's like, you got to win that. Like, even yeah. with like, this is kind of like your battle test moment. And they did not come through. It was, it was a good game, though. I enjoyed watching this game. It was a good game. I agree. I, I mean, I think, honestly, it was just like a, like the whole, um, I think Zeke was obviously one of the problems too. Like he scored a touchdown, but like that should yeah. have been Tony Pollard's. Yeah, because Tony Pollard went all the way down the did, field, did for all him. Of the work, and then they just threw Zeke in because they would think that they weren't going to be running if he was yeah. on the field, and they did. So like, I mean, obviously, like smart call, like because it worked. 
Right. I, th- I think if like they do well when both of them are doing like equal amount of work. Yeah. But if only one of them is doing good, like their run game is very like rough because then they can't really pass. Right. Um, I, I was going to say on the Raiders side of the ball, four, four guys uh, stood out, three on offense and one on defense. Jonathan Abram was the guy on defense. I feel like he was all over the place. He's a young guy, and he's been dealing with some injuries, and I think he's a really, really, really good football player. He's number 24 on the Raiders. Well, I don't know if you know who Abram is. Yeah, I know who that is. Because he's not – from, from Hard Knocks. Yes, because he's not, like, the biggest name, but he's still young, and he's – he like he just balls out. He gets a lot of tackles. Like, he's all over the field at strong like, safety. He's like 25. 24. Oh, years old? Yeah, I think he's a, I think he's like 25 years old. Cuz I remember his rookie year he got hurt. His sophomore his, year he got hurt too. And then the past couple of years he's been like the Raiders one came out what two years ago? Two years ago, because it was two years um, ago, and I'm pretty the Cowboys sure this year, and then his, it was the Rams charges during COVID. Second or his rookie year that year. I I believe it was his second year. Um, so yeah, that him on the defensive side of the ball, but on the off offensive side of the ball, Derek Carr went off. He went twenty four for thirty nine, three hundred seventy three yards with a touchdown. Um, and then running the ball, Josh Jacobs actually came alive. He had 87 yards and a touchdown. Um, and I noticed him late in the game. Just his patience is really good. I just don't know what it is with him because he was he was nasty at Bama. He was he had to have been a first round pick, right? Because he was sick. Everybody loved him. Either a first or a second. He was a first round pick, and he did really good his first year in the league. His second year, he did. He got hurt. Yes. He got hurt in that, like, kind of like, well, he got hurt at the end of his rookie year. He got hurt at the end of his rookie year. He played through it, I believe, because it was like, it wasn't as bad. And then he handled in the offseason. And then his second year, he was all right because of it. And then now he's kind of like coming back. Yeah. And uh, the third guy I wanted to mention was Hunter Renfro. He had eight receptions for 134 yards, no touchdown, but Hunter Renfro needs to step up for this team, as does Deshaun Jackson, actually, who had 102 yards off three receptions and a touchdown, which is nuts. And Darren Waller got hurt, I believe. Darren, Darren Waller went out, and so did – um, might have been Deshaun Jackson that went out, or maybe Kenyon Drake. Someone one – of, one of the other guys got knocked out. Yeah. It was Darren Waller, and I, for, I forget who it was, but Marcus Mariota had a touchdown. I don't know if you saw that well, but it was sick off the read option. Um, That was awesome. So Marcus Mariota is back. Um, And then our third game, we have Bills Saints. um, A big comeback win for the Bills. Well, not like a comeback, but comeback as in they've been struggling in the past few weeks. They won 31 to 6. Jalen did his thing, 23 for 28. He had four touchdowns, two picks. Trevor Simeon tried to do all he could, but he's also Trevor Simeon. So um, with Noah, Alvin, Kamara, and they're missing a couple of guys too, as always. I feel like the Saints always are. Um, Just couldn't get things done. Devin Singletary only had 44 yards. Jalen added 43. And then they also have Matt Breida now, which I noticed, which led to Zach Moss really not doing anything. Yeah. So that that was interesting. Yeah. I didn't know they had Matt Breida, which he'll be a great pass catcher out of that backfield for Josh Allen, which they do not like to run that much anyways. I would love to see the Bills run more because that'll open up a lot more opportunities, and I feel like that's why they've been struggling a lot. They just don't run the ball enough. Because yeah, you can be a pass-first okay. offense. You can be a pass-first offense, but if you get the run going, then that opens up, like, now the linebackers have to really pay attention and be like, is this a run? Is this a pass? It's kind of like what the Seahawks try to do, except we physically just cannot run the football for some reason. They um, I don't know what – last year they were actually efficient at running the, the football. Like, they did a decent job. But this year they just can't get any of their running backs going. Monday Night Football. We're recording this on Monday. Monday Night Football, will we will be a great team. This is the night. This is the comeback. Yeah. So get ready for that. Um, but moving on to Sunday's slate of games, we have a couple of actually really good games and a couple of scores that were interesting. Um, well, I'm going to get us started with the Steelers against the Bengals. Okay. Um, 
the the Bengals came into this game favored by three and a half. The only reason I know that is because I took the Steelers plus three and a half, thinking that they'd have a chance. I didn't think Big Ben was going to get swept by the Bengals this year, but that wasn't the case. They lost by 31 points, so that was a bad bet for me. Joe Burrow did his thing. Uh, he ran one in. I think that was his first rushing touchdown of the year as well. Um, it was an eight-yard run. He he threw one on the, in the air as well. Big Ben looked terrible. Yeah, no, that was just – I don't even, like – that was just like, awful. I mean, like, he, then again – He threw like, a pick six. Like, like, games like this, like, really confused me about the Bengals because, like, they're good and they were good early and then they became, like, average. But, like, the Steelers are still considered, like, a good team because of their defense. Right. But then they let up 41 points to the Bengals, who actually who have a good offense that's just, like – Offense. Right. Yeah, no. So he, he threw a he threw a pick six. Well, I tweeted out from the inside the five account. It was like one of the worst throws I've ever seen in my life. Like it was a terrible throw. It was up there for one of Lamar's four picks that he had on Sunday night. Like that's how bad it was, which Lamar did not play well at all on Sunday night. Somehow they squeaked by. But um, moving on, Will, I think this was the game of the week. It was supposed to be Rams. Uh, Rams Packers, and I feel like Rams Packers wasn't really that eventful. It was a high scoring game, but it wasn't really the greatest game, like kind of what we thought it was going to be. But this game kind of stole that spotlight. And I'm talking about Bucks Colts. This was this was an amazing game. The Bucks did a great job containing uh, Jonathan Taylor, who's in the MVP race right now. They did a great job of containing him in the first half. In the second half. Carson Wentz and Jonathan Taylor and Jack Doyle, they all just kind of went off and made it a good game for Tom Brady. Uh, they ended it with uh, with Leonard Fournette getting a touchdown. I think it was like a 30-yard touchdown with like 40 seconds left. And they came back and couldn't get a, couldn't get a Hail Mary. But it was a great, great, great game to watch. Yeah, I agree. No, it, was definitely, it definitely was a good game. Yeah, so Jonathan Taylor, he had 16 carries for 83 yards and a touchdown. One off all year. He also had four receptions for 14 yards. We had Carson Wentz kind of match Tom Brady. He went 27 for 44. He had three TDs, two picks. Tommy had uh, one TD, one pick for 226 yards. Gronk had a great game. He had 123 yards in the air. Overall, like it was just a great offensive game from two teams that like are kind of known for their defense. Yeah. Which is interesting. Um, The Colts are officially like my team that like nobody wants to play the Colts right now. They're six and six, but they're turning up. Like they're playing very well. Obviously they lost to the Bucs, but um, being six and six and they've given it to some teams. And I think down the road, they can sneak into the playoffs and win, win the, in the first round, maybe the second round. Um, not next week. They play the Texans next week, but the week after that, they play the Patriots, and that's going to be a great game. That is going to be a great game because the Patriots are super on, like, the uptrend. Like, they're they're just solidifying, like, a potential good playoff run they're going to have this year. Right. And speaking of the Patriots, that's the next game that I actually wanted to talk about. Um, they, I mean, they did their thing against the Titans, 36-13. to 13. Um Overall, just a great game. Mac Jones threw for, I believe, his career high now, 310 yards. He added two touchdowns. He had zero picks. Um, They got it done um, on the ground as well. A collective 105 yards um, from, the. I mean, everybody. I had two. Kendrick Bourne caught both of the touchdowns that he threw. Yep. Yep. Jacoby Myers added almost 100 yards as well, which is just what he does. It just gets 100 yards with no touchdown. Kendrick Bourne, I actually just picked him up in fantasy, but he was on my bench. So this might be a big time for him to boom. I I just love Ramondre Stevenson and uh, Damian Harris to the backfield. Like, I feel like the next few years, like those two guys are going to be like the best running back tandem. Like they're going to be up there with Chubb and Chubb and um, Hunt. Like, I really think they're going to be really, really good. Yeah, no, they're they're rocking a good system there with the running backs, which, I mean, I feel like the Pats have always, like, had some form of, like, a decent running back system because yes. they obviously, like, they're just efficient at passing the ball. Like, just at all times, they always have, like, some – they always have, like, a vet and then, like, maybe, like, a young guy. 
Yeah, they they've been known to have a vet and a young guy, but now they have two young guys because I mean Stevenson's twenty three and Damian Harris is twenty four. So if they just keep them for the next five six years, like these guys are like, if these good. guys were up, these guys could be a premier back for more than half half of the league, like either one of them. But both yeah. of them are together right now, and they're gonna progress together, and they're gonna find ways to include them. Because I know like how this Patriots offense works with the run game and with the checkdowns. Both of them can catch. Both of them can play in the trenches, and both of them can outrun people. Like these guys are actually like two of the best young running backs in the league. But nobody really talks about it because they're splitting reps, which is a good thing for the Pats, keeping their legs fresh. But they're splitting reps, and I think like there could be games where both of them run for a hundred yards, and it's nobody's going to be able to stop them with that offensive line and the ability of Mac Jones to pass and not knowing what's going to happen. Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris can just kick you in the face and run all over your team. Yeah. I mean, they can just take over a game and they the pass can just run ground and pound the whole game and they'll be able to get away with it. I mean, they've won like three games this year, literally based off of run run. There's been, I, there's been numerous games where I'm pretty sure Mac Jones yeah. did not throw a touchdown and we've won. Yeah, and, and obviously, like, this this wasn't the game that they did it, but I just wanted to say I feel like we haven't been giving them enough love. But Mac Jones, I mean, he had an absolute day. Threw for his career high in yards. Um, yeah, no, he played really well. Which, really honestly, good. he'll probably break that soon. Um, He went 23 for 32. It, I mean, obviously, like, he balled out. They're 8-4. I mean, They're first in the AFC East. Like the best part is, is like he's not even throwing picks like that either. No, he's really like, not. Like he threw twenty, he threw thirty-two passes and zero interceptions. Like that's very impressive. And he like doesn't throw picks often either. Like I'm pretty, like it's very impressive. And then also, J.C. Jackson added another pick to his pick total this season again on Sunday. Yes, he's like a somebody. Somebody um said that he's like a playmaking corner. Like he is. It's like he like runs the defense in a way that it's like he's just going to catch a pick even if it's a good ball and he's just going to be in the right place at the right time at all times and if he's not in the right place he can get there last second and make the pick like he's he's at least scary because like he's like he can really like actually catch the ball which obviously because he's getting tons of picks but like that like helps a lot because like even though like most teams like if someone's gonna throw a deep ball and like third down you need the ball you don't obviously want to get the pick on like a five or a ten yard line with an opportunity to get it closer up but like he could actually catch that ball and run for like 15 20 yards and get it like because he's quick right no he he's he's like awesome and and not only does he not allow picks he doesn't allow reception or not only does he have picks but he doesn't allow receptions either which is the big thing in my opinion about trade digs is he has a lot of picks, but he also is giving up a lot of receiving yards. Where JC Jackson is just straight up a lockdown. Like he'll go up on your best corner or on your best wide receiver all game, the entire game, and he will not let that wide receiver catch the ball. Yeah, which which is awesome. And like though this whole like since like last year, I thought like he was definitely better than Gilmore. And like I thought he was better than Gilmore last year. Yeah, no, like I for sure, and I, I did too. And like I was thinking, like if we need to get rid of anyone, because I remember we talked about what the Pats need to do. I'm pretty sure I said Gilmore needed to go. Yeah, like regardless of like how good he is this year, like obviously he ended up going, but like I just like even if they traded him or were able to, it would have helped more. But like he's definitely better. Yeah, no, agreed. And, I mean, he's elite. That defense is playing out of their minds right now, and the offense is matching them. So if the offense can just keep on producing, they're not going to lose games where it's a shootout because they don't even get into shootouts because that defense yeah. that defense Does, is doesn't allow putting it. up numbers. Like, if that offense can put up three touchdowns, you guys are winning the game. That's, that's the best part. Pretty much. Because you don't even have to worry about the defense. We know what the defense does. Yeah. Um. We took we took a lot tough loss as uh, as a group will uh, as the Broncos took down our our bolts. I just thought I'd throw that out there. Um, I want I want to um, announce that the Chargers offensive line played absolutely terrible. Like that's what I I just wanted to get I, like, that. Watch some of the highlights. It was like very very bad. 
Like Her- Herbert didn't have any time. He had like two seconds to get the ball out. When he had more than two seconds to get the ball out, he'd complete a pass. He couldn't even run because, I mean, first off, the Broncos D-line and the Broncos defense is very good. But, I mean, like, come on, let, let our guy sling the ball. Like, give him more than two seconds. And, and well, I mean, not, not only that, Austin Eckler had 12 carries for 31 yards. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's kind of a part of – 12 carries isn't a lot, first off. But second, yeah, that like, offensive line needs to figure something out because they're not, like, even a terrible offensive line. But they looked yeah. it. I'm saying like that's bad for like for Eckler like I, like twelve isn't like a lot like Eckler usually gets like a, a bunch but like yeah. they like couldn't do anything and they like, couldn't do anything against that like, Broncos. Defense. I guess like thirty one yards for twelve carries isn't like horrendous but like it's not yeah. great for like, it's really for it's really carries. not great. He gets like a, he usually gets like within like the fifty to like eighty yards rushing and then he'll have like. 20 yards like receiving and like a touchdown and a rushing touchdown right and yeah i think just overall like it was a bad day for the chargers only putting up 13 points also uh chargers receivers like receivers tight ends running backs all the playmakers they lead the league in drops so i mean come on save herbo i'm not trying to free herbo because i want him on the chargers but just save him through the nine different targets yeah, I mean he's he's yeah, nuts. Being, uh, the leading receiver with seven receptions with eighty-five yards, which isn't bad. Yeah, I Eckler, just Eckler led the team. Eckler was second in receptions with six, and then Mike Williams only had four. Which, like, if the Chargers are going to win games, Mike Williams can have four receptions. Yeah, and Mike Williams is kind of. I mean, Keenan Allen is also the or is obviously the wide receiver one, but I feel like throughout last year and then. The start of this year, Mike Williams is kind of Justin Herbert's guy. It's like two young guys, and they're just out there to ball out, and that's the way that it should be. And I feel like they're not really running plays designed for Mike Williams because he's a big receiver. Like, get him downfield. He can outrun people. He's Dude, he's big. He's like 6'3", huge. He can jump. He can run. He he can catch passes. But the Chargers leading the league in drops with those names – you cannot be dropping passes. And I saw Eckler do it twice in that game. I saw um, Keenan Allen drop a pass in that game as well. I mean, like, you guys are Pro Bowl receivers. Like, Eckler is a receiving back. You cannot be dropping passes. And, and one of the passes that he dropped, nobody was around him. He just, like, was ready to turn up the field. Like, that's high school, middle school stuff. Like, we got to figure it out for the Bolts. We're 6-5 and five right now. We're now tied with the Broncos. If we won that game, we would have been first in the AFC West. Yeah. So it's just, it's just a bad moment. Um, but the last game I wanted to talk about was Sunday Night Football. I just want to talk about it real quick. Um, the Browns against the Ravens. This was maybe the worst game of the weekend. Like easily this game. Good. I'll you know what? Well, I'll tell you what happened in this game. Lamar Jackson threw four interceptions. He threw three in the second quarter. It was terrible. Wait, it was wait. actually awful. I'm just like <laughs> I'm like on like just Google looking at like what like the some like the stats were for the game for the Browns pass. Did Jarvis Landry go in to like attempt to pass? Because for him, he's listed as a passer. Yes, yes. He went in he the throw pass he and he got sacked. <laughs> he got sacked. <laughs> no, I'm like I was like really confused because like I'm not confused that he it says like, zero for zero. It just says zero 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 zero. I'm like, wait, what did he? Yes, like, yes, he happened? got like, sacked. That's so embarrassing. And then Kareem Hunt was active, but he played awful. So did yeah, <laughs> Cleveland rushing all together. Um, three people ran the ball for them. It was Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, and Baker Mayfield. They ran for forty yards as a team. Now they got they kind of got it going in uh, the air. Jarvis Landry had a great game. He had 111 yards. They had 247 as a team, which isn't a lot if you see how little uh, rushing yards they had. 
But, I mean, Baltimore rushed for 150 yards, which we knew they would. And um, they also threw for 165, which, again, isn't a lot. It was just overall a terrible game. Like, it was awful. It was an awful game, and that's why I wanted to talk about it. So, um, anyways, moving on, we actually have some MLB free agency news. We have a lot, a lot of stuff going on. Um, I wanted to get – I really wanted to start with the Rangers. Okay, yeah, I'm cool with that. Um, So, I believe it was yesterday or the day before yesterday, um, Semyon decided to sign with the Rangers. Yep. And um, It was was yesterday. It was yesterday. I was very confused at that move. I thought he was going to go, okay, like, let's be honest here, the Rangers are not contenders, so we'll we'll just – yeah, we'll set that as the marker for now. Um, and I was like, okay, well, I mean, like, I guess that's what you want to do if, like, you just want money and, like, don't really, like, like, obviously they had something planned, but, like, it just seemed weird. It seemed like, okay, like, after, like, all the hype around Semyon, like, being. Yeah, um, he went to the, he went like, to the top Rangers, three. You know what I mean? Like, I feel yeah. like he'd probably try to resign with the Jays and then try to make noise because, like, that's, like, our division is an easy division to make noise in because, like, we were fighting, like, the Rays, uh, us, and then the Yankees made the playoffs, and then they came in fourth, and they were just as close to the playoffs as we were at one point. Yes. You know yep. what I mean? Like, that's, like, we're in a division where, like, three teams can make it, and, like, it's very, like, pot, like you know what I mean? So right. it's, like, confusing why you would do that. And then they go out and sign Corey Seager today for 340 million, and they're the first team to – to sign players, I have like two players for half a billion dollars in one like offseason. Yeah. Like, I don't know where like the Rangers came out of nowhere and were like, yeah, we're going to like sign everybody, but why not? Like, Texas Rangers, like, their stadium is sick. I like their unis. Why not be like a cool ball club? <laughs> like, they can easily be like, like, opening like they have day the was money nuts for them. Like, opening Clearly. day, they opening day, I believe. They were over max capacity. They literally played a game two days later, I believe, and there was like less than half the like, people. Yeah, yeah. There was like, like and, and like they got shit on. I think the first game of the year. Well, I mean, yeah, because they're terrible. Yeah, they're they're a bottom. I I think the issue is they have the money and they know they're gonna lose it soon if um they don't sign these guys. So this is kind of like a desperation heave from um the front office here because if not like yeah. they just built a new stadium and all that like well, they, they don't really have like anyone to really like resign like they like they don't really like they don't have anybody look at their roster they don't really have they have that, that they have that outfielder yes right? they do have Adolis Garcia who's yes. really good oh wait and they also no he didn't he didn't leave no he I did thought not he leave he was really good this year um, like they have like, like that, some names, really but like it. nothing is like Nick Solak's not bad. Nobody, nobody that's actually like amazing. Yeah, well, now they, have they like do. Some, they have like some prospects on this team too that are like that they could definitely be good. And like some of their in their pitching is isn't like awful. They have definitely have some pitchers, but like now they're like easily a contender with these two moves. And they have Brock Holt. They do have Brock Holt, which is huge. You, you cannot forget about Brock Holt. He just does it all. Yeah, actually, I don't even know if he's still on the team, to be honest. Actually, I don't think he is. Still he probably on. isn't. <laughs> I, uh, I don't I, – uh, well, I wasn't 100% sure if he was. Um, the other team I want to talk about was the Mets. The Mets, yes. The Mets. Um, Eduardo Mets. Escobar, Mark Canha, and Max Scherzer. Wait, they did get Escobar? Yep. That is nuts. That infield is insane. They just need Lindor to actually produce. and Because now they have Pete Alonso, Javi Baez, Lindor, and Escobar in that infield. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Start a journey. Not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread Packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Yeah. And then they have Max Scherzer and DeGrom in that, in that starting rotation with whoever else they have. Uh, that um, is, I oh, believe oh, they have a couple I more names. It's, yeah, I forget his name. Remember 2016 when they were like nuts and like Thor was amazing. DeGrom was young, but he was insane. Yeah, they have. Oh, my gosh. I, why can I remember? His oh, name? Taewon Walker. Yeah, they have Taiwan Walker, and they also have Carrasco. Yes, Carrasco. Oh, they're really you can't good. Forget, you can't forget about their reliever, Trevor May. He and, plays video games on YouTube. Well, uh, Trevor May, <laughs> and they also have Edwin Diaz, who's really good too. Like they should be good, but like they should be good every year. Like, the, like yeah, like they, they like they should have been really good with like Lindor and. Like they like normally like yeah like they what's also, their issue though yeah so I like I literally could not tell you what like some nights they look really good the other nights like they look really bad and I get that's like a common theme in baseball but like their common theme is just being bad yeah like they're more more times than not they're not good no not at all um Robbie Ray went to the Mariners I wanted to mention that one. That was an interesting move. They're a good team, though. So, like, yeah, they are. Good. I just they're like the players that are leaving the Blue Jays. It just doesn't make sense. And I yeah, no, know, that's it. That's I don't why I wanted know to bring if that that's up. T- to compensate for Vlad. Like they got Kevin Gosman, but um, or like, like you the, can't lose the Jays Robbie got, Ray. And yeah, you can't lose Kevin Robbie Ray Gosman. and Semyon. But you lo- you lost Semyon too. That is so much, so much. Um like productivity out of those two guys obviously they play two completely different positions but like those are two out of your main guys and and losing them and just adding kevin gosman is not not what you want to do um a person that i wanted to see move but actually signed back was byron buxton um going back to the twins i just wanted to see him go somewhere else he's got a big contract too i think he got like seven years for like it was like a ridiculous amount of money too. I think. They like I, paid, I have, paid him. I have seven years, hundred mil. Oh, okay. It was a hundred mil. I don't know why I thought I saw. I might. I thought I saw like two. So not or three. not more than Semyon or um. Who, who he, was the he, other guy? I see you. I'm. I mean, he. I mean, like obviously, like loyalty there one, but like, yeah. If he was like, really wanting to win and get money, like he could have gone signed for like seven have. years, like two fifty almost. He was really good. Yeah. Um, who else? Um, the Mariners traded for Adam Frazier. That was big news. Um, yeah. And then... Honestly, waiting on the Sox to make a good move. Oh, oh, you, you think Michael Waka wasn't, like, a big free agency signing? No, no, I do. Michael I just, Waka. like... It's just, like, to be fair, we need a little <laughs> bit more than that. After what <laughs> happened to us with the Astros, like if we're gonna be honest here, yeah, shit on by the Astros, like, <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, um, what's like, his name though? Correa's it's not still like a free like, agent, isn't he? Correa, yeah, I think he is, he, and he didn't get signed back yet. I don't, I like it's not easy to find the free agents, yeah, I know. Um, also, Wander Franco with the Rays, he signed like a f- 500 year deal. Like, dude, yeah, no, like, calm down. Like, like, no, hundred percent. He's really, really good, and he played really, really well. He also has only played seventy something games in the majors, though. That's what I'm saying. He didn't play enough for like, like, I don't like, I don't get 
the whole baseball thing with contracts. Like that's one of the things that still amazes me is like baseball contracts. They just really like trust young... their guys. Yeah, I mean, I feel like at that point, if you had him in the system for that long and he's good, like you're gonna have to sign him. Like yeah. long term, totally makes sense for him. It's just like that number is just is just so like. Like twelve years, dude. It's just crazy. Twelve like, years I, for that I, I much. He's played seventy games. I mean, I know he's I, great. Like he is. I he is a very good have, player. But I, I do have a list of um, free agents. If you would like me to read off some, sure. Um, Anthony Rizzo is a free agent. Um, Albert Pujols is again. Um, I believe you already said Todd Frazier signed. Uh, Adam, or, no, Adam, Adam Frazier. Todd, Fra- Todd Frazier is for first baseman, and then Freddie Freeman's a big one. Yes. But he's going to um, resign. He already did, I thought. He did? I, I, didn't, I didn't know if I saw it or not. That's why. Yeah, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure he already resigned. Um, for second baseman, for second baseman um, I think Semyon's the big one there. Third baseman, uh, Seager, Bryant, um, Eduardo Escobar already signed, and then Johnson. We haven't seen Pilar. Chris Bryant resign. No, yeah, no, I meant to say Escobar sign, not resign. Yes. Um, shortstops are Carlos Correa, Trevor Story, and then Seager signed. Uh, Baez is still available. Jose Iglesias is still available. Um, let's see, left fielders, Marcana already uh, signed with the Mets. Schorber, Eddie Rosario, Tommy Fan, yeah. Fam, McCutcheon, Corey Dickerson, Jock Peterson. There's a lot of names. Um, center fielders. Oh, also the Mets signed Starling Marte. Oh, in center wow. field. Yeah, I I knew we were missing out deal. on somebody. It was him. He's nasty too. It, uh, Chris Taylor is also a free agent, which is actually going to be a good pickup for a lot of teams because he yeah. played really well in the playoffs. Um, our guy Nick Castellanos is a free agent in right yes, field. Yes, that's who I'm looking for. I'm um, Michael. Conforto, that's who I'm looking for to play Fenway or he's player. Or is um, Did he sign? No, he didn't sign yet. He, he did not sign. sign. Um, and then for DHs, Nelson Cruz, Mitch Moreland, Pablo <laughs> Sandoval, Chris Davis. Notice how you laugh when you say Mitch Moreland. Yeah, it's just two bags. Mitch Hell two yeah. bags. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of pitchers. I'd like. I would love to name them all off, but like, there's just way nah, too many. There's too many. I'm trying to see if there's any big names. Uh, Rodon and Kershaw are also free agents. Granky Stroman. Yep. Are oh Strowman. Strowman's Strowman the other guy on the Mets that I was thinking of, but he's a free agent. That's why yes, he was uh, Strowman um is connected heavily with the Red Sox right that's, now, which would be wow. awesome. Uh you say I, I love I love like the energy the Mariners. That he brings. I love pitchers that like express. Like I, I like pitchers like that. Like I he love is, the Joe Kelly. Yeah. Strowman gets like hyped on Strowman the gets I hyped to see that. So I would love yeah. to see him at Fenway. And he's been tweeting. He's like one of those guys. He he's like tweeting about every team right now. Yeah, he's he gets into it. Another name who's also um, an all star this year, you say Kikuchi from the Mariners. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a good name for a lot of teams, like for just depth in the uh, for your rotation. Yeah, uh, let's see, look at any of the relievers. I don't think there's um, Rizal Iglesias, Kenley Jansen, Ryan Tapero. Mark Melanson is a big name from the yeah. Padres. He's very, very good. Joe Kelly is on the board for, oh, for free nice agency. There's, there's a lot of names. I like. There's too many relievers to actually like. Yeah, it's a, yeah, no, we, we, there's, we there's don't a, have there's to go a lot. That. Yeah, no, I'm not going to. But there's just a lot of big names actually. This, this, this like trade deadline free agency for baseball is actually very interesting. I think I think it's by far been the best one in recent memory. Like people are actually like making like, splashes and like trying to like because they they see like teams can do like I feel like a lot of teams see like one of the Red Sox like made a lot with like not nothing but like not with a whole lot if that makes sense. Yeah. Like we do have really good names and good pieces, but like we didn't have them all at the same time until the playoffs. That's facts. That's facts. Like we were hurt for a good portion of the season. Like Xander was out with his wrist like almost every other night, like getting rest. Yeah. So like and like even the Braves, like they didn't have Acuna and they won the World Series. And they signed three key free agents and they won. 
Right. Yeah. No. I the Braves actually the Braves were like a match. They were pretty story. good. I can't believe they won. The, they were good before because they once once Acuna went out. Once Acuna went out, nobody like thought anything was gonna happen. They dipped heavily, and then after the All Star break, they had an insane record and took over the division. Yeah, yeah, they just started going off. Which, which they... is a very tough division last year because the Phillies and Bryce Harper went off for, like, a good portion of that second half. They were up there because I remember we talked about it. And then, like, obviously you couldn't leave out the Mets because they were actually, like, still trying to get into the playoffs. Right, yeah, and, and the Mets almost had a chance, too. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it, it it's been a big – 20 past 24 hours have been nuts for um for MLB free agency and there's still a few names up on the board. I'm expecting like this week this week's just going to be nuts for free agency. Um but moving on, yeah. we got a little bit of soccer talk. The Ballon d'Or. Did I pronounce that right? Yeah. Let's go for it. So I watched I watched this whole ceremony. Um overall a great ceremony. I actually really enjoyed it. It was my first time as a new soccer fan um, watching that award show. Didn't know a lot about it going into it. Um, so Messi had six going into it. He got his seventh. Um, my goat. Um, Runner-up was Robert Lewandowski. Will, mm-hmm. you are on record saying that you believe that he should have won it. Well, like he got robbed last year, so and he also was yeah. really good this year again. But, like, obviously Messi bringing home a cup to Argentina was so, like yeah. big. So like that play that was pretty much like the main bid for him to win. Right. But also Other he name, knew like so long ago. Yeah. So I think he has two more now than uh Ronaldo, which is yeah. nuts. I mean having seven, that's like having he has seven, like think about it this way. He has seven MVP trophies, but like it's not just like say the NBA MVP, like that's just the league. Like he has the whole like world world MVP. <laughs> like he is the best soccer player in the whole world. The biggest it's sport like literally one of the, the hardest player. things to like win. Yeah, like if you like seven they, they always compare because like in like the recent years, it's always been Ronaldo or Messi. And there's been very few times where it hasn't been. Yes. And like and they like compare like if they weren't playing or if they weren't as good, like oh, who would be best. next? And yes. like I'm pretty sure like they would have only had like one each. They showed in like a chart in like the last like 10 years or something. Uh-huh. That is like nuts that they they they're just so dominant. Messi won his first one um in 2009, they said it. Now he has seven. Like he's Which just taking over. He's he's insane. Um Lewandowski obviously has been great at um, Bayern. He mm-hmm. set the single-season goal record. Um, he, he did great for Poland in the Euros. Um, in third place was um, Jorginho, which was actually Which I thought little, was very interesting. Yeah, very interesting. I, I agree with that. I mean, his club, obviously, um, they won best club of – like in the world, they because I mean they won the Champions League. So I want I want to say his sense. his his bid came from um the Euros main bid I would say. You think so? Yeah, he played very well for Italy that entire run. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I mean, winning the Euros is a big deal, um, and that's why we saw at ten was uh, Donnarumma, who like kind of just came out of nowhere. I mean, he's only twenty two years old. But he is insane. They were showing his top 10 saves, and he was just, like, out of insane. his mind. It was, like, it's, crazy he has that even, like, like watch. He has that very good, like, tall build and, like, yes. very, like – But he's quick. He's it's very quick like, and can cover a lot of ground very, like, quickly. You know who he's kind of like? Like, he's obviously better than this person, but um, Chelsea's goalie, Mendy. Like, Mendy's tall, yeah, but, like, they're moves both very all over the place. Wicked, and they're both very young. Yeah. Yeah, so we saw uh, um, Kareem Benzema at four. Um, he's still at Real Madrid, which is crazy that he's been there forever. Um, I was yeah. actually surprised to see him at four, and I'll just say Conte at five and go Conte at five, just because of the things that he did for Chelsea in that run. Like I thought, I thought after the UCL, three. Yeah, I after thought Conte the, was going to be three. After that, it's just like after the UCL, like Conte, like everybody thought he was going to win it. 
but obviously the yeah. year continued to go on and a lot of things happened and he's kept his form like he's still been great but it's just other people have came close or came closer done a little bit more Jorginho I feel like Conte is better than Jorginho but you're right with the Euros I mean winning the Euros and being a big part of that winning team is big but I feel like Benzema like he did good for France in the Euros but I, I think that Conte should have been in front of him Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Yeah, no, Conte probably Conte should have been in front of him. Benzema got a lot because of like well, one, he like his um his goals. Like he had like a stretch yeah. la- like well the, earlier this year where he was just scoring goals every game, like multiple, and like he was just bugging in La Liga. And at the time Messi was still in the league too. So like it was still impressive. Yeah. Right. And then we saw um Ronaldo at six. Um, we saw Mo Salah at seven, which I feel like Mo Salah is going to win it in the in the next few years. There's a, there's definitely a chance. I mean, it sucks that like if he was playing like this at the beginning of the year and yes. play like this now, like he does right now he's playing higher up. Yeah, no, he is. Um, um, also, I believe. Uh, was Ronaldo was after him, or did you say Ronaldo was before? Ronaldo him? was before him, so Ronaldo was six. Mo Salah was at seven. This is the first time I think since 2010 or like 11 that Ronaldo was under top three. <laughs> like that's nuts. So like literally like the last 11 years, he has not been outside the top three best players in the world. And, and I mean, he did really good in the Euros. He did. I feel like he didn't make that much noise when he was no. in Italy. Um, he, but he I did think really like good if, at the like obviously if he was playing like this at United earlier, yeah, like it he would have probably be been higher. higher up because like he didn't really do great in Italy like the last like the this past earlier this year. Right, he was still good, like, but like but like but he scored in every Champions League game for Man U and almost every Premier League game he's had a point. I um I wanted to say I feel like a reason that Mo Salah is this low is just like he's Egyptian. And they don't like get into like those big um big tournaments. Like obviously they're an African country, so they're not gonna play in the Euros, but they don't qualify for like the World Cup and and they didn't qualify for it coming this winter, right? I'm like, I feel, I'm not a I don't, th- I, don't I don't think they did. I don't think they did, and that's an issue being such a small country or not a small country, but like not one of like the big powerhouses, like we've seen um um, Argentina out of, out of South America and then Brazil, like all those guys, like it's just hard to win an award like this where it's like all of these guys are thriving in these big tournaments where like your tournament him, doesn't really get the same national attention. Yeah, for him, like for certain countries, obviously it's tough, but like I feel like at the same time, if like like Jorginho, like they won the Euro and he won the Champions League in the same right. year. You know what I mean? Like, Italy is obviously one of those countries that have a lot of great players, and they're always, like, in it. But they're not always, like, great. You know what I mean? So, like, you you can obviously make up ground if you win a big, like. Exactly. That's exactly what I was trying to say. I just didn't really know how to put it. Um, But then we saw De Bruyne at 8, KDB, who's overall just, like, a great midfielder. Um, We saw Bappe at 9. He actually – he came onto the stage when they, they announced 10 and 9, which was Donnarumma at 10, Bappe at 9. And uh, Mbappe came out and announced the woman's winner, who was um, – oh, I don't really know how to pronounce She was She was from her Spain. Name. She was – I think yeah. she's the first Spanish um, woman to win the Ballon d'Or, I believe. Yeah, Alexia Puta, oh, Putelas. I'm sorry. Um, so, yeah, she won uh, – for, she plays for FC Barcelona. She they were showing her highlights. I haven't seen a lot of her highlights. She is nasty. She she's a lefty Barcelona. She plays up top. Um, she's the next Messi. 
Like, she's actually insane. She's young, she's too. I, I think she's either 27 or 28 years old. Yeah. So she, she's, got a, she's got a couple of years ahead of her. Also, speaking of Barcelona, Barcelona's Pedri won, um, Pedri, yep. won uh, Young Player of the Year, I believe. Yeah, it was. I, I don't remember the exact name of the award, but it, it was for the best player in the world under the age of 21. Yeah, I forget like the they, you know uh, what they gave him? You know what they what? gave him when I was watching it? They gave him a water bottle. <laughs> like really? a like a like a hydro flask, like this. <laughs> they gave no him like way. this, and it said Ballon d'Or on it. And it was actually kind of cool. And Ballon d'Or was in gold. So it was like sick, That's but cool. like they're like, since you can't drink, like this is your award. And then like he obviously got a trophy as well, but that was like his big yeah. thing. Cause I, I I think the Ballon d'Or winner like wins uh a bottle of champagne but like yeah they, i think they do and then um obviously we don room is at number 10 and he won the Leviashin award for best goalkeeper in the world he is which nuts. he deserves it he he like basically won from the euros yes and like it was crazy it's crazy so he was at was he at inter before he went to be at psg or was he at, um, i believe he was at inter I I want to say that's correct. I so, I honestly forget. So he went to BSG where they already have Kaylor Navas, and he just like outright won it because like of what he did in the Euros. Because I mean he is nuts and he's young. He's gonna be like good for years. Yeah, he's only twenty two years old. So. Or, oh my gosh, he was at AC Milan. So now I, I was going to say it was Ace. I wanted to say I just it was made AC a lot guy. of people mad. I just made a lot of Italian people mad. My fault. I'm new to soccer. Um, I'm trying to learn more. Um, the Ballon d'Or, though, my official review on it, Will, was it was a great award show. Uh, awesome. It was awesome. I enjoyed it a lot. Messi's family. Um, his sons were all wearing the same like sparkly suits as him. I peeped well, that. It looked cool. That was sick. Once he won it, he like pressed a button on the stage, and it lit up the Eiffel Tower. Like he, they lit the Eiffel Tower for him. Like Which that's like nice. lighting up. Like I don't even know what that's lighting up. Like in here, because the Eiffel Tower is like sick. But yeah, overall, yeah, like- I give it a ten out of ten. Like I actually loved it. Another thing I love about it as a college student is it was at two two o'clock, like our time since it's in France. So like I had nothing else to do at two o'clock. I was already done with my classes, all that. So I just turned it on. It was yeah, awesome. no, I, it, it definitely was really cool. I like I was in the car when it was happening, but I did like I was sending you the updates. Yeah, I was seeing I've seen some of like the clips of like literally like the whole like yes. award show from in the past. It's like cool the way they have it set up. They have it set up very well. And uh, so there was a bunch of people nominated for different awards at uh, Chelsea, but I think they have like a COVID issue there. So they were like all like zooming in. And that yeah, was, I was like, gonna the say, only were there a lot of people? Of were there a lot of like stars there? Or was yes. Bappe, it... it was sitting next to each other, like three. It was Luis Suarez, Bappe, and Messi just sitting all together. That's crazy. Yeah, so overall, two thumbs up. Actually, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10 just because of Chelsea's issues with Zoom. The thing with Zoom is, like, they could um, – since they were Zooming in, there was, like, an echo. There was literally, literally an echo uh, on the stage. But no, it was, like, so funny because everybody at the award show was laughing. Like, they all thought it was hilarious. Or Messi was just sitting there, and Lewandowski was literally dying of laughter. Like, he thought it was the funniest thing that's ever happened. Um, and Mbappe, oh, what did he say? He came up, um, he got ninth. He came up and announced the woman's winner. And he was like, um, sad. Like, he was like, uh, only got ninth, but it's crazy that, like, I'm even being compared to, like, these guys, like Ronaldo and Messi. Like, you guys are even, like, putting my name in the same name as them. So it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool because, like, soccer's, soccer's different as in, it's all over the world. Like these guys are coming from, from France, from Argentina, from Portugal. Like, whereas the sports that we watch majority of the best athletes are from the United States. So like, it's just cool to see like the different cultures. 
at the same time like for like our awards it's usually position dominant like yes. anybody can win the ball and door well it's very difficult when you have Messi and ronaldo still playing but like literally like you could be like a goalkeeper can win it i'm pretty sure that not many have won it i think it's only just been one. one it was um who do they have the who do they have the best goalkeeper name? It, it was Lev Yashin that won the only one. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's won the only and, one. They said. And um, and but like you can win it as a center back, midfielder, yeah. attack, like anything, which is crazy. Like for like the NFL, like it's usually quarterback dominant. It's gonna be like, like a, yeah, it's usually a quarterback if not a running back. Yeah, which um, is crazy to think about. But like it's never really a defensive player. So yeah, like that's why I enjoyed it. It was just so like. It was so different, but it was like just so like cool. Like everything about it was yeah. cool. It was, it's a totally different side to the American sports that we know, where it's really all about, um, like bringing in revenue. Which I think, um, like obviously they're still bringing in revenue. They just have such a bigger, it's an international fan base. Like where every single country except for America, that number one sport is soccer or except for like America and Canada. Um, But like their number one sport is soccer. So every single person in the world pretty much knows Messi. Like they know Ronaldo. Now they know Bappe. Like it's just cool to see like these guys do the same stuff that's done here. But the way that they do it is on like a more broad level where it's like I'm watching from America and I'm watching the show and they have somebody um, like speaking off off camera translating the French or, or, or the, the Spanish into English. So like, I can understand it on TV. Like it, it was really yeah. cool to see. It was really cool to see. And I actually didn't know, Will, you actually were the one that told me, um, I thought it was like FIFA voted on it, but it's like the French press. Like it's, it, it's kind of like um how they do like the AP rankings in, in college football. Yeah. It's like, it's not the NCAA that votes on it. It's like writers. Yeah, it's it's like it's so like it's weird, but it's like it it's is not like weird. Weird's a bad word, personal but word. like it's it's like it's just so different. It's not weird. Yeah. It's just it's so different than what we're like used to, or like what you would assume exactly if you don't know what the Bondor is or like how it's like voted on. Like I didn't even know that either. Right, which is awesome. So yeah, overall. I feel like that's really all I have for that. I really, really enjoyed it, though. Um, I thought it was great. I'm excited. I've been watching a lot of soccer. Um, my boy, actually, I didn't tell you well, he went to Tottenham uh, last Saturday and sent me, like, a bunch of videos of all, like, the – I love the crowds at soccer games. They're cool. matches. They, so, yeah, it's insane. We're going to start talking a little bit more soccer. I'll watch a little bit more here. But I thought we had to include that today, seeing that it – I mean, everything happened today. today so, yeah. yeah. No, definitely. Yeah, I don't, do you have anything else, Will? Um, one thing does not have to be that long at all. Just a quick thought. Um, Kemba Walker is no longer oh, in not a, the rotation. They, they, they're starting Alec Burks instead. Alec Burks instead. Yeah, I know. I just, like, not, like, hating on him, like, obviously because, like, we had our ways as like Celtics fans, but like at the same time, it's just interesting that like homecoming does like it does all right. Like basically did does exactly what he did on the Celtics last year. I mean, and like, and, and they act like they're surprised. Like it, like you you can just tell with some players. Like like he's not going to come back and be like a superstar. They're like their trends. You can tell trends. There's not many people in the league that can trend downwards and then completely do a 360 and become like top tier guard again or yeah exactly position i mean and it has to do with injuries but like he's just not the same you know he doesn't have that same speed i mean a step back is still there but like he does not his shooting splits are very well he's shooting at a higher three-point percentage than he has i think the last two years it's just he just can't move the same he's just not moving the same to get that open shot like he's taking his threes and he's making them but he's not taking many of them because he's not open enough it just all right exactly correlates but yeah no so i yeah, really like, wanted to get into depth i just wanted to i right. wanted to definitely yeah, mention because that was like big there. news in the nba today that, yeah that is i i can't believe they're starting alec burks though like alec burks is like even he, a point guard they're like he's, <laughs> he's been playing and then everyone's like every, everyone's like why aren't they starting derrick rose and then everyone wants to know that question too that's also true i do like d rose 
So, so yeah. Anyways, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, we will see you on Friday with two locks of the week since we messed out on them last week. And peace. Peace. a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. If you're looking for your next new truck, trust Rush Truck Centers, the nation's largest commercial vehicle dealer network. Rush Truck Centers has trucks in stock throughout the country, including heavy, medium, and light-duty work vehicles. Plus, they offer a wide range of programs that help coordinate, monitor, and expedite vehicle service and repairs throughout their qualified service facilities. Check out their online inventory today at RushTruckCenters.com. That's RushTruckCenters.com. Expect more from Rush Truck Centers. Please speak to your Rush Truck Centers representative for further details.